0: I've been waiting to have our next guest on for quite some time, ever since I saw her first film, The Blood in the Snow Darken, and then this one that we're going to talk about today. I, I knew this show was made for her. So without further ado, Audrey Cummings, how are you doing?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm super well, excited. <laughs>
0: thank you so much for coming on. Um, like I said at the intro, yeah, when I saw Darken, it was like, that was awesome. And then this one that we're going to talk about today, She Never Died, it was less, even better.
1: Thank you. <laughs> They're a so, lot of work.
0: <laughs> you no, know, I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it. When you get into that sci-fi kind of area, then yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it than just a standard drama. <laughs> yep, correct. So we'll get everybody caught up. Here is the trailer for She Never Died. So what are you?
1: Twelve missing people in the last two months. Now, half a dozen dismembered bodies, their fingers conspicuously absent.
0: Following me? Yeah, I killed that guy. Oh. Wow. Why? Oh, I wanted to eat him. What? All well, parts of him. Parts of him. The end is nigh. No, every generation says not but every generation is wrong.
1: That's kind of different. Maybe we can make a trade.
0: You're going to tell me everything I need to know about her. We should go. Do you think it takes some time to realize you've done the worst thing in your life? No, no, I'm sorry. What did you do?
1: Robot? No. Zombie? No. Vampire? I'm not a vampire. You sound like a vampire. I don't like you. I love that trailer. <laughs> oh, it just, it's funny, you know, you make the movie and then you don't see, like, I haven't seen it in, in a while. It's just really cool seeing the trailer again because it just takes me back and I just forgot how much I love this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my first question then, I got to say, were you daunted by taking on this project? Because it's a sequel, you know, mm-hmm. and to a, an incredible cult film.
1: Yeah, uh, He Never Died was a huge success and i think i don't think they realized when they um i don't think when they they realized uh what's his name sorry um during a blank he never oh, died henry rollins henry rollins thank you um i don't think they realized the cult following that henry had like he i mean oh, the yeah. film took on a life of its own and uh i mean it's- it has a huge following
0: And I know in that film, he played such an emotionless person, you know, and I, I, that was the key to that film. And that's why when this one was announced, it's like, wow, how are they going to duplicate that? But man, did you ever.
1: It has a funny story. You know, um, they were going to do, He Never Died 2 with Henry again um, because the first one was so successful and um, they ended up, It had to be, well, actually, I can tell you this little story. (laughs) It ended up having to be pushed, the shooting, because they had hired. So in our film, we have a cameo from Gowan at the end, the musician Gowan. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be Marilyn Manson. And Marilyn had climbed up on stage on the scaffolding and fell off the scaffolding. And I think he broke his arm or something. I don't know. Something happened. And they, they pushed the production because of, because of him. And then by the time they pushed, um, which I would, for me, I would never, for a cameo, I would never push an entire production, but that no. <laughs> I wasn't, the I wasn't the <laughs> the producers. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so they pushed in that's And then by the time it got pushed to when they were going to start shooting, Henry ended up, um, getting these big TV roles, and couldn't do it. And then, um, and then they decided to pivot really quickly and keep shooting and, ter- and turn it into She Never Died. Um, so it's a really cool story of just this really fast pivoting to try to buy a you know a group of really um, you know hardworking, excited people who are really excited to make the film. And how do we pivot? How do we keep it on this new schedule? How do we move forward? Because you can't make He Never Died 2 without the he.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: So that must have been some intense writing if they had a script set for Henry and then revamped everything. It's
1: funny. I said to Jason, the writer, Jason's amazing. I love Jason. I said to Jason, this isn't going to be as simple as changing it from a he to a she on the script. And he's like, well, let's start with that. And then he's, he delivered the script where he had basically changed the he to a she. And I was like, huh, it's not going to be as big of a rewrite as I thought, because she's still a kick-ass, you know, like it's still a lot of the same. And so then it was like, well, we need the right actor to be able to pull this, you know, just this kick-ass, you know, strong woman, um, character, strong female character. And, um. Yeah, so the rewrite wasn't wasn't as big as I had anticipated, let's just say. <laughs> and then I brought in Oluke. She was in Darken, my previous feature. And I was like, there's no one else. She's the one. <laughs> like, she's it.
0: She killed that role. I mean, I no. cannot picture anybody else in that role at I know.
1: all. I know. She was the only one for me. So I was really lucky because she was also, at the same time, working on American Gods. And they were basic, our schedules were at the same time. And they were basically, we shot in North Bay and they were shuttling her from Toronto to North Bay. And she would like sleep in the shuttle, arrive on set, get hair and makeup done, shoot for us, sleep in the shuttle. Like she was double dutying it. I I don't know how she did it. Yeah.
0: That is crazy. So now when they decided (laughs) to change this around and I I ask this because I know about the end, was that then put on that that little surprise ending
1: so yes and no so i think jason had already created this bigger world of all these fallen angels so uh, he already had this character in his repertoire of like the ca- the fallen angels on earth so it just sort of be- he just sort of pulled from a pre-existing character <laughs> <laughs> that he sort of created i don't want to give it give it away but
0: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's why i'm trying to word the questions right <laughs> it's like yeah. well now you talked about uh the strenuousness of filming this how was it for and i apologize if it's the name Uleniki? is that right olunike olunike okay color, there we go. color olu <laughs> olu there we go for olu like it's a very physical role yeah and like I think even more so than what Henry went
1: through. Yes, I would agree. She, her character and those are some of the changes that you know she brought in because and that we worked on together because Henry's character was very closed off. And one of the things that I really wanted because we were switching to a female now, women are emotional and I didn't want to like take that away from from the character and from from women in general like we are emotional and passionate and compassionate and i just i really for me if she played the same way henry had played it it just wouldn't have worked um and so she brought all kinds of stuff to the table and her physicality like she did pretty much all of her own stunts like she was amazing (laughs) oh wow yeah she had just this incredible energy. She just like, and she worked out all the time. She naturally fit. And she was just like so perfect for the role.
0: Yeah, because some of those, I, I remember vividly, the one of her tied into the chair. You know, that whole scene was so tense. Yeah. I, I can imagine. Dang. So now you said uh, you, you wanted to make sure that you could keep that compassionate side. But I did see that 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 hint of what henry did where you know where it's, she's been alive for like a billion years so she has that disconnect from the normal people
1: yeah they're they're tired of they're just tired of living like she doesn't want to live anymore she has had i mean she's had it and really looking for any way to die <laughs> like she she's just given up and she has no desire to make any connections with anyone and that's what's really fun about this movie is you know, she starts the movie with no friends, no like nothing, because she doesn't care. And by the end, she's got this ragtag group <laughs> that just want to be with her.
0: <laughs> I gotta admit, that's what I love this ending a little better than than he never died because he, he Henry's by himself again at the end. You know, yes, but, yeah. but like you said, it's now a group. And then you add that secret ending; it's yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of fleshes out so much, like is there talks of a well when i was talking with my son about it he said is there going to be a they never died you know
1: i'm i was kind of hoping so and in fact like to me this would make such a good tv series you know like all these fallen angels and all this and you know like the apocalypse is coming right all these the horsemen of the apocalypse are arriving that's the motorcycles at the end oh yeah I don't know how much I should say. But anyway, so the apocalypse is coming. They're fallen angels. Uh, and so I thought, like, this would make a really good TV series. But it hasn't really shifted into that yet.
0: So no, I don't know. Right. So, yeah. I guess my mind automatically went to a movie sequel and stuff like that. But I think you are far more accurate. This would be more episodic, like a supernatural kind of of show. Yeah. The Armageddon. Yeah. And we all know that you have massive experience in the television area too. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now,
0: just recently you've been working on Ginny and Georgia and Astrid and Millie. How are how are those
1: going? Amazing. Um I worked on Astrid and Lily is a show, it's sci-fi horror, kind of in the kind of it's a YA, kind of like for like Buffy the Vampire Slayer type feel. It's kind of like a Buffy. And these two girls who are kind of outcasts and they end up opening this portal to another dimension and these monsters start coming through and they got to save the world, <laughs> no small task. <laughs> nice. And, and uh, yeah, and so I did two episodes of that and that was season one this year, it's the first season. Um, and it was great. It's well-written, the characters are lovable and just the acting's fantastic. And uh, I had a great experience on it. We shot it in Newfoundland. And then uh, from there, I had just finished doing my director's cut for the second episode. I was literally finishing it. I finished up at 3 AM and I had an interview for Ginny and Georgia the, next, the first thing the next morning. <laughs> so it was then uh, I think I oh, found wow. out within a few days and then they flew me to Toronto to go shoot it right away. So it was like literally back to back. Yeah.
0: Oh, snap, you, I said you were busy, and that, yeah, it fits that close together.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <out> of energy.
0: <laughs> and then even with Darken, because you released Darken the film, and then you took it a step further, didn't you?
1: Yeah, so Darken, uh, so Darken, I think Sha- it's done with Shaftesbury, Shaftesbury films, and Shaftesbury, I think they had this idea for it that they wanted kind of a multi-platform, um, project. So they had the feature film, they had um the web series, and then they had a three D, a three D movie that you walk through virtual reality. Sorry, why am I saying three D virtual reality, VR? So you you walk through Darken in a VR setting and stuff. So it's really cool.
0: I haven't seen. I gotta look that up. That's <laughs> awesome. I didn't know that existed. I knew about yeah. the web
1: series. Yeah. And I did the web series, yeah.
0: That is awesome. So with all these different genre types that you're now playing around in, what are you liking more? The the, the She Never Died horror style, the sci-fi of Darken.
1: I know, I know. I like it all. Um, I definitely know, what I do know is I have a dark edge. I like like dark content. I mean, even Ginny and Georgia, it's a Netflix, one of the top, it's like a top 10 Netflix show. And it's a drama, but it's a very, there's a, a darkness that I'm drawn to in the show. And there's this underlying darkness. Um, and I think I've come to realize I'm attracted to this sort of darker content. Um, wow, well,
0: makes sense. You look way back at Berkshire County. That's a little <laughs> <Yeah>. dark.
1: Dark. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, whether it's in the sci-fi, whether it's in the thriller, straight up horror, um, doesn't matter like i just i i know when i read something and you know she never died is horror comedy and i love making she never died and i love watching it it makes me laugh every time i watch it <laughs> the same jokes yeah. still make me laugh <laughs> well
0: and i think that's the, the the beauty of that movie is because Oli is so intense you know she's oh. like the perfect straight person
1: yeah you know
0: And yeah, the the comedy is, is, it's an innocent comedy, which is weird when you have an immortal.
1: Yeah, true. true.
0: (laughs) That is so cool. Now, was there any challenging parts to uh, She Never Died that you kind of look back on and went, wow, how did we survive that?
1: I mean, we shot it in 15 days and it has these gigantic fight sequences. It has some VFX, it has lots of kills. Uh, and so i think the biggest challenge was just so when you're when you're when you're trying to make your day and you have no more time to shoot to make your day the first things that tend to get cut on the day in order to make your day is or in order to make your budget is going to be the kills the fight sequences and that's the, they just keep you keep dumbing them down so that you can kind of you know sometimes it'll just be a quick like whoosh, you know like whatever you can get away with to make your day and so, one of the things I was really happy with, which she never died, was we. I mean, we there's some stuff we had to dull down for sure, um, but for the most part, if you watch the big fight sequence at the end and all that stuff, I mean, we tried to keep as much as we could, um, and it turned out great, you know. And we still made it in 15 days, and um, no overtime, really. And I yeah.
0: think that was a 15 day shoot.
1: Nuts! It was nuts. Oh. So. Wow,
0: I look at that with a whole new light now because yeah, it looks so polished and streamed and <laughs> dang. Yeah,
1: so how do you get that? It's called prep, major, major prep. I yep. I design, I I just design every sequence, my ins, my outs, what's going to happen, what I'm going to see so that I just, I know when I get on set, the heart of what I need to get and if I can get more, wonderful. And if I can't, at least, I've still got the scene so it's um yeah it's a challenge
0: was there any major setbacks that you wish you could have gotten more of because i know i look at that film and i can't see anything that was looks like oh they missed something here or gee i bet you that fight was longer i don't see any of that so that's why i'm curious
1: Yeah, you know, i'm trying to think i think one thing i would i would probably have liked more time to do is when she kicks um, Meredith off the, off the rooftop. We, the sun we had, and it wasn't a matter of day daylight. It was the sun was literally behind a building and it, once it starts dropping, it will drop in minutes. And we, she was standing up on a little balcony and she would throw herself off onto these crash mats that were on top of all these cardboard boxes. And we literally got the one. And then the sun went and i was like no, no. <laughs> so, stuff like that where you go like oh the sun well, it's
0: hard to play against nature
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> did you ever have to trouble with the brightness and then say a cloud cover come over did you ever have Yeah,
1: that I did a lot way? of that yep but it's a lot of that stuff for the most part you can kind of get you can kind of fix in in post and color correction and sometimes no if the sh- if the you know the shadows are too dark or the light is too bright sometimes it's it's a hard match but uh, i mean i would never move on until i actually knew that i had some sort of a match <laughs> cuz you can never come back so exactly but, okay
0: now yeah. was there anything in the script that you actually didn't film that you wish you had
1: um
0: and hey, we're going way back now making you think yeah <laughs>
1: Yep. There's one thing when she's chained to the chair and she gets up, she walks to the camera. I, I would have loved to see her just demolish him, <laughs> but I didn't have time to shoot her demolishing him.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. That would have been so good. Yeah.
0: Man. I, like, I, I'm still kind of watching the trailer. It's on quiet here. And, her intensity in that role was that was there any training that she she felt she had to do for that or was this just her
1: it was just her she told me she said I'm channeling an animal I think it was it was a lion or a cougar or some sort of like I think it was a lion and she said I'm channeling an animal that like by the, you know, the movements and the way an animal would turn and look at you and sort of sniff you out and, you know, get ready to pounce. So I think that was her. She she really channeled that that feel. And you can see it. You can see it in her performance for sure. Oh,
0: <laughs> and there, there's one question I'd love to her ask her and Henry, just because they're the only two I know that did. How do you prep to play a multi-year-old being, you know, like... To get that disassociation, but not like Henry was gone; like he was not included in humanity. She still had that connection. Yeah, you can see it, and I I would love to know the prep that goes into that.
1: I know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! I know what I do know is she really connected with the role. She loved it. She connected with it, and she worked hard to find it and get it. You know, even the you know, like when she does speak, even the way she's like, I think she was trying out all kinds of things and how, how was this character going to sound? And she worked hard on it. Yeah.
0: Was there much guidance you had to give her on this?
1: No, I mean, she would present me stuff. We talk about things. I would tell her, you know, just in conversations, like, this is what I want. You know, and for me, it was really important to bring out the female element in the character and not be like Henry's character Um, and so, you know, she would bring this stuff to the table and I mean, it was incredible. And her, I mean, her ability, one of the things I was super impressed with is her ability to go from she, the range, her range to be able to go from, you know, introspective and quiet and dark, and then just all of a sudden, you know, find this highly emotional place to be in, or very vulnerable place to be in, and going from this tough character to a vulnerable character like it just it gave me shivers what she was able to do I mean it's amazing that's why her career is totally taken off (laughs) she's a star
0: (laughs) big time big time like it's interesting because when we saw she never died comes out it's like oh well no Henry that's okay I really want to see she never died too you know like I I want to see her back in that role
1: I know me too (laughs)
0: Because, man, and I've seen her in some other stuff, but it's it, it's not the same. I, and I, this is where I think actors get worried about being typecast. Because, you know, if you can only see a character as one person, like Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice or something like that, then you
1: get pitched <laughs> cold. So, yeah. well, you know what's interesting? She's sort of a superhero in a weird way. Um, when I, I had a meeting right before the pandemic hit two years ago, I was in at Marvel <laughs> Studios. And the guy that I was meeting with was watching in prep for meeting with me. He was watching She Never Died. And in my meeting with him, he said to me, I had your film playing. And she was kicking ass in the middle of it all. And a couple execs were walking by her And they're like, oh, my God, what is who is that? What is that? Is that a new superhero? Like he said that everyone was like, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> so she could be the next superhero. Who knows?
0: <laughs> that is awesome. That would be cool to see.
1: Hmm. you know man
0: but yeah i'm just peeking. yeah she has kind of just blown up hasn't she like
1: she's blown up she's in everything yeah
0: look at that oh she's in the expanse too i i've been told yeah. i have to watch that and it's on my list <laughs> so i will have to watch that yeah.
1: now definitely
0: <laughs> awesome well, audrey thanks uh, stick around everybody because i'm gonna ask audrey about the project she's worked on with eli roth and then uh, maybe we'll see what else is coming up. So don't go too far.